Welcome back to that Richfield thing from the south. Welcome back to that same old podcast that you heard about. Well, the stuff we discuss isn't all that great. The reviews we receive either love or hate. Who'd have thought they'd lead ya? Back here where we need ya. Yeah, we jabber a lot, cause we are Matt and Scott. Welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back. It is I, Scott Luther, along with Matt Coma. Welcome back to the South Bridgeville Podcast. Season 5. Season 5, can you believe it, Scott? I can't. We're practically in kindergarten. <laughs> well, you know, we apologize. Season 4 was kind of a short season. And Season 5 is getting off to a late start. But we're busy men. We have lives to lead. Yeah, that's It's tough true. getting all this in with that FCC ruling against us. <laughs> So what, what did you do all summer? Nothing. <laughs> you? <laughs> no, well, we had a very busy summer. Very busy. And we can get into great detail. Uh, how about you guys? Do you have a, a lot going on? We did the Disney thing. And mm-hmm. of course, you and I got together in June and did a live version of yes. the Gargette tragedy in Richfield up at the uh, Richfield Historical Society. I know a lot of people showed up. so It was almost standing room only. It was. We had to drag. We had to drag extra chairs out of the basement. There were four chairs. <laughs> <laughs> but no, thank you to everyone who came out. It was well attended, and uh, I know the historical society was happy that we came out and presented that. Yeah, and that, it was a lot of fun to do that. It was, and I did find out some more stuff about them afterwards because I was talking to some of the attendees. Okay, and that Chloe Gargette really did have awful teeth. <laughs> the rumors are they true. They were they were just like you were taken aback. Oh, really? When you saw these teeth. <laughs> Woof. It was like uh ugh. anyway. <laughs> so what, was it just her or did the whole Gargette family have I, poor it, dental hygiene? I think it was just her. I wonder what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. Poor, poor Chloe. But I digress. We haven't done a podcast in a while and we're sitting here saying, "Well, what are we going to talk about? What's what's been going on?" So, you know, in Richfield, the biggest news is this new new park out on Hawkins Road. It's at Hawkins and Broadview. So I'm not sure if you've... You haven't driven by it. I haven't been that way in many, many years, Scott. Many a Coons age. Many a Coons age. So this is down by uh, Babs Apple Orchard? Ba- it's exactly where Babs was. Oh, okay. So uh, a new park is going in. And if you drive by now, there's a... Fully paved parking lot with eleven spots, maybe. It's hmm. a very it's a very compact little patch of land there. It's about fourteen acres, I think is what I read. Yeah, fourteen acres. There's a pond and everything, but the crazy thing is this park just popped up out of nowhere. Like the council didn't know about it, the park board didn't know about it, one person knew about it. <laughs> It was the mayor. So Mayor Bashara decided to create this park kind of out of thin air. The village was donated to this land. Uh-huh. And they're like, well, let's build a park. <laughs> and voila. It's still under construction, Matt. So oh, all right. well, don't get your picnic basket out. <laughs> There's no tables or pavilion or anything there yet. Well, it sounds like a lot of work has taken place there already. Yeah. So Petros, you know, they own that Ashton Village. 
Um, they developed the Ashton Village where the old Richfield School was. Oh, Rich, okay. the original. Okay, the original Richfield High School, elementary school, yeah. the Central High School, mm-hmm. three hundred three across from the church. So where we spent our formative years. You yes. Mean? Yes. Okay. Yes. So all the dirt, they're still dumping dirt at this park. They're taking dirt from digging basements there. And Petros is allowed to dump it at that park since he donated the land, I guess. And they're going to make a giant sled riding hill, apparently, with all this dirt. A giant sled riding hill. Okay. Yeah, I guess you can go down. There's a pond there. Maybe you go right into the pond. Or if you go the other way, you can go right into 271. Choose the way you want to go. (laughs) You could be on one of those saucers, uh-huh. uh, sliding down, trying to dodge traffic and semis. Okay. Like Clark Griswold. If you're good, you, <laughs> you could go right underneath okay. a semi. All right. So that might be fun. Well, it takes some skill to be able to do that. And you got to make sure you polish up yeah. your your. Let's scooter. see if we can make it past the median this time. Huh. Well, if you go the other way, it sounds like it's a nice setup for a log ride. It could be. Or a toboggan where you go <laughs> splashing right into the, the right. lake. So we'll see. Um, what would you name this park, though, Matt? Well, that's a great question here, Scott. Uh, typically, you either name a park after a um, historical figure, or you uh, name it after a geographic location, or, or whoever donated the land, or donated or... the land, or what was there before. Hmm. So, you, what it, it was the uh, apple orchard before? Yeah, Babs. Babs. Could you call it Babs Park? That sounds a better name for a diner. Babs Diner. Babs. Well, they've been t- calling it like Hawkins Road Park. I don't... That... Uh, Orchard Preserve Park. No, there's not going to be any apple trees and there's, there. I don't think there's an entrance off of Hawkins. Okay. And I think they want to develop across the street, too. I don't know if they own that land, but I thought I read something about... But then people would have to cross that busy road mm-hmm. to get over there to that... Decrepit barn. I think where all those ham radio operators hang out. What? <laughs> oh yeah, there's a there's a ham radio uh, tower there or something. <laughs> How long have I been gone? <laughs> this is ham this, radio. They've been doing ham radio there for years. Well, so <laughs> who does ham radio? You know what ham radio is? Ham radio was the mid-century podcaster. <laughs> so is anyone out there? I think CQ CQ. Come in, come in. So what we are is modern day ham radio right. operators. Yeah, we've nitwits. They're called the nitwits. Maybe you have listeners. The nitwits. Mm-hmm. The ham radio operators. So you know you've heard of this too. Yeah, because they'll put a sign out. Oh, that's the name of their club. Something nitwits. Yeah. Oh. Might... Now that sounds like the name of a quilter organization, the nitwits. Yeah, it's something. It's something nitwits. N i t w i t s. Oh, I'm glad you walked by. Nervous nitwits or something, or something crazy, something like. All right. There, there you go. Nitwit Park. <laughs> Nitwit Park. <laughs> well, I think we should have a name the park contest. That's a brilliant idea. Hawkins Road Park. Yeah. Come up Broadview with something. Park. Eh. Our listeners, um, based on our polling data and the extensive research that we've done, are one of the more creative listening audiences in the greater Richfield area. <laughs> Right. So I say let's leverage that creativity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, going spilling over into Highland Township. Yeah, we just can't say South Richfield Park. That's that's not oh. unless we start unless we oh, donate that's it. unless we paid for the naming rights. Okay. Well, I, I think you're right. Ask our listeners to email or Twitter can, or call. We can in. Uh, we can uh, then petition the village to name right. this park whatever they come up with. Right. Right. Excellent so, idea. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this park turns out. May not want your name associated with it. Mm-hmm. Did you, you ever go to Babs? Um, well, <laughs> yes, I I did spend some time at Babs uh, back in my younger years, Scott. Yeah, but it wasn't for picking apples. It was a great place to um, to park your car and take a look at the expressway oh. and oh. maybe the stars by yourself. <laughs> Oh, uh, fam- well, sometimes we were like, no, it wasn't family. Uh, maybe you would have a, a passenger with you, or perhaps you were the passenger. But it was usually a two-person endeavor that you went out there. And I do recall once being out there, gazing up at the stars. Um, and I remember being very chilly for some reason. 
Uh, and a, a, the, another group of yahoos coming driving up. <laughs> and a <laughs> covering ourselves back up. In. Hmm. And these guys looked over and they saw us and they went, Oh, shit. <laughs> he turned around and left. Was, was this in the parking lot at Babs? Um, or well, just like, it was in the always, orchard? It was, I think, more in the orchard. It was always okay. dark, so I never really had a lay of the land. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the car. Interesting. Time, yeah. Interesting. It's like the <laughs> It's like the point. Yeah, I suppose. Let's, let's go out to the point. Let's go out to Babs. Well, you, you try to think, you know, when you're... Uh, that age, you're trying to think of what place can you go. You know, there's there's not a whole lot of places you think right. about. You know, but that I I I remember specifically driving out there one day ahead of time, thinking this this is the spot. This is the spot. <laughs> Nobody comes back here. <laughs> well, just back there was the spot where, where behind that. Oh, we're at Scott's house right now. Yeah, we're at the the South Richfield Studios and. <laughs> Beautiful Richfield. In beautiful North Richfield. <laughs> North Richfield. But uh, behind that white barn, uh-huh. I remember being out there once. And uh, I was with someone. And I, all of a sudden, we see a flashlight and hear some rustling. And it's my great aunt who's like, she was in her 80s by then, mm-hmm. going on her nightly walk. Oh, no. She used to walk all the way back through those woods and everything with her dog. <laughs> We're like, oh, no. Looking for teenagers. <laughs> Looking for teenagers. Who's out in this field? <laughs> Wait, what kind of car did she drive? Maybe she drove up on me at Babs. <laughs> I think it was an Olds. Oh, an Olds 88. An Olds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Send your suggestions for the park name. Mm. We'll make sure they get to the right people. Coitus Interruptus Park. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's going to go that, over oh, too well. Well, it's Latin, so it sounds yeah. official. <laughs> We've spent a lot of time at parks lately because it's cross-country season yes. for the kids. I know yep. Jack runs cross-country. Yes. Nolan runs cross-country. Yep. So Jack have a good season? He did. He did. Uh, he... Ended the season getting his personal best um, with the Anthony Wayne team. Uh, it's amazing what these kids can do. I know. You know, we're, we're getting kids that were uh, at 11 minutes for two miles. Holy cow. That, that just blows my mind. I've never run that fast. I've never uh, rolled that fast. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but I'm amazed that 7th and 8th graders are running that quickly. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, because once you start going to these meets... You see a lot of the same kids, even from other schools, mm-hmm. show up at the same meets. There's this kid from Copley who is like one of those 11-minute kids who's just flying through. And you're like, you see him like whenever whenever Revere's with Copley, this kid is like always out in front. Way ahead of everybody. Yeah. Now, there's got to be something genetically about that kid that's different, you know? He has long young. legs. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's, freak- He's a freak. Freakishly long legs. Well, you remember the the Olympic uh, swimmer Michael Phelps? You know he had a, a kind of an unusual looking body, very long arms, very yeah. long legs, big wide feet, uh, tiny pack. Uh, <laughs> but it was determined, you know, because he he had done testing and everything, that his body produced less lactic acid than a normal oh. human being. So that's an absolute advantage to do any it sort sure of endurance is. activity. Huh. Whether you're you're built like a six foot four lurch or whatever, you know? Right. Right. So if you don't have the lactic acid, mm-hmm. that'd be good. World class female runners, world marathoners are like five four Hey. Why don't you come in and tell that story? Rachel just popped into the studio. This is a good story. Come on in. So come on in. so Rachel Rachel was running down Boston Road. Yes. I was on my run and just happily going along. And then I saw another person in front of me who was obviously looked like a runner but was walking on the side of the road. And when you've been running for a long time, you can tell what a runner looks like. So this guy looked like world class. Yeah, he had his shoes on the right feet. He had his shoes on the correct feet. He was a Kenyan maybe, you thought? He looked, um, you know, just he was... You know, he looked just like one of those Kenyan runners with the perfect body build for marathons. 
and toned but not real tall and just lean but strong and looked fast. So like Scott. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Like, and the he opposite. Had those, he had those small, like... Oh, yes, yeah, Scott, but the opposite. <laughs> yeah, like the small, the shorter running shorts on, no shirt, and... she got a lot of detail on this she guy. Does, yeah. Well, because there's another guy that runs up and down our road, and he does a workout where he runs um, down to the end of Alger over here, and he will do sprints up this hill here. He'll do repeats. And this guy dresses the same. You can just tell, like this certain class of like, got of like runners like this. They just dress a certain way, and they look a certain way, and their bodies a certain way. So he looks super fast. They're in a club. Yeah, but I'm wondering why is he walking? Because is he injured or something like that? <laughs> My mom's calling me right in the middle. <laughs> Karen, we're the most. She's getting to the good part. Karen. Kara. <laughs> Wait, is that? Your, your ringtone just for your mom, or do you have different ringtones for everybody? Karen. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm coming, I'm wondering why he's walking. So I'm like, oh, oh what up? whatever, maybe he's injured or something, because people like this usually don't just kind of meander on the side of the road. And as I'm coming up, he hears me behind him. He turns around kind of suddenly, like he just, like I startled him. And then he, and then, then he breaks out into this sprint ahead of me. As if he just realized I was his competition or something. <laughs> and I'm not his competition. <laughs> As if we were in a race together. And he's like, whoa, I better get going. <laughs> and he was also wearing a running hat. You know, one of those like running caps. And he had those wireless earbuds. And, and then as he broke out in the sprint, the wind caught his hat in just the right way. And his hat fell off. And then he kind of went into this panic grabbing his hat, which when you're in a panic, you can't grab it really fast. So he's like scampering to get his hat and puts it on and starts running really fast again to stay ahead of me. And then his earbuds fly out. <laughs> and at that point, he's kind of like a mess. And then his pants come off <laughs> suddenly. And, but I'm... What? <laughs> and then I think... Well, no wonder he's running away. <laughs> Then you just took off, and he was probably defeated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kept expecting no self worth. I kept expecting him to fly so. past me, and he never did. So maybe he felt just. <laughs> <sighs> what am I gonna do? He gave up. <laughs> he probably gave up running forever. Yeah. Yeah. This music teacher passed me. He probably did. This he music teacher a... just passed me. I moved to Ohio to train. <laughs> he started a ultra marathon. Now. This girl passed me. Middle-aged woman. Middle-aged woman. <laughs> you always be a girl to me. When you've known each other uh, as long as we have. That was the same day that Sadie picked up the dead rat in the ditch. Oh. That was just a really weird day. Ugh. Sadie's your dog, I hope, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. Or a dead possum. Oh. Our dog loves to sniff out very dead animals on our walks. Very oh, very dead, huh? Our do- mm-hmm. One of our dogs just recently killed two animals, a, a groundhog... That happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, and then a raccoon. And Ooh, raccoons it, are smart. Yeah, well, this one <laughs> <laughs> not so much. This one's not going to be passing any AP test any soon, anytime soon. But after she killed these, and these she killed them both within a week. After she killed them both, she started to give off like this musk scent, like "Ooh, I'm a hunter now." And boy, she stunk up the whole house, and it stunk things so bad that. Uh, she was on one of our couches with this, like I don't even know what it is because she's a she's a coon hound, yeah. and we had to get rid of the couch. It was so bad. Oh, oh man, we got to keep that in mind because we have this coon hound that it, there's a groundhog that started living yeah. next to our house. Oh, we come back from Disney World. I'm driving up the road and I see something standing in our yard, but only about a foot and a half tall. <laughs> So it's not this runner that Rachel was just No, it wasn't, okay. it wasn't him. Uh, but I'm like, what's that? So I get out of the car. I walk to the yard, and I see this groundhog run towards the foundation of our house. And I'm like, well, geez. I look, and this groundhog dug a hole next to the foundation of our house in the sand. 
because this whole North Foundation is all in sand. Mm -hmm. And our dog's been in the kennel for a week since we've been gone. So I'm like, so what do you do? Unleash the hounds. You get out the garden hose (laughs) and you drown them out. Okay. So I, I, uh, I drowned the groundhog's hole. I filled it up. Groundhog comes popping up. And then it's just standing there mad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really go anywhere. It's just like... It's Bro, gonna... what the... <laughs> exactly. So then I have to get like a shovel or, or a stick to like oh. chase it off. You, you wouldn't give it lead poisoning? <laughs> I, I did not. Okay. So... So it ran off, but I think it may have tried coming back. I filled in the hole. Okay. So either it's back, or I think Sadie might have dug looking for it. All right. So that's what I'm thinking. I haven't seen it lately, and it doesn't look like fresh tracks. All right. So, but if it might be, yeah, maybe they, I wonder if they eat some of the glands. Mm. And then, yeah. Well, I didn't see any, well, the raccoon actually was uh, opened. Uh, so I, I but I, I don't know and I don't know if it was just like the the thrill of the hunt that she that she was giving and off she this. starts emanating this yeah or, or maybe she rolled <laughs> in the thing after she killed it but it was bad oh it would, brought a couch yeah well I had was slept on that couch quite a bit so <laughs> there's a lot of matte stink <laughs> on the couch Jeez. too but <laughs> as bad as the matte stink was the dog stink was even worse so at least I got that going for me. I don't no. think as bad as a musky dog. Yeah, I mean these dogs, like you said, we both have coon hounds. Mm-hmm. They're bred to hunt. Yeah, and I don't know how smart ours is because she's kind of a scaredy cat too. All right. So, but she did get out once the week after we got her. She took off running right across that field down Highland Road. Down Highland. <laughs> she was gone for a couple hours. Oh, wow. And finally, we saw some cars up there that had stopped, and they say, and I was out in the field with a flashlight and uh-huh. went up and they looking for seen, teenagers. They had, they had seen Sadie run oh. across the street, and she was just in the backyard in this first house down there, but it okay. was not good. <laughs> right. So you're out walking around with a flashlight. You didn't happen to see your great aunt walking around with a flashlight. No, she was. She is oh. passed. Oh, okay. <laughs> She passed on. Oh, all right. Then. So, but you did get Sadie back, and she now is protecting the house from groundhogs. Yes. Okay. Yes, and cows and cows. Except right. um, cows and goats uh, come in our yard quite a bit. Uh, the only problem is last week a cow was out, and I was watching her, and she wasn't barking at the cows. She used to just bark at them, and they'd run off. This time she was standing next to him, expecting them to play with her like another dog. <laughs> and she's just like, like prancing at him, uh-huh. but not barking. I'm like, what's going on with this dog? And then there was that cow that was coming after our car. Oh, yeah. And there was a cow the other night. That was weird. Rachel and Wade pulled in the driveway. The cows got rabies. And they pulled in the garage. <laughs> pull in the driveway. The cow is right off the... It's usually not... Right there next to the driveway. It's right there. Wade says, Mom, honk your horn. So I honked it, but it didn't move. We pull into the garage, and Wade said, Mom, it's coming towards our car. (laughs) You're about to get (laughs) cow-jacked. And then we hear this moo that is so, like, gloriously loud. It was so loud because it was echoing in our garage. And we were trying, but since it's black, it was hard to see it through the back window. It's like, I'm not getting out. And then they call me. And <laughs> I'm, house no, the I was picking up Chinese. Really? Do you th- is it looking for its calf and can a cow be mad? Like, will a cow get mad if you think it, if it thinks you have I'm like, cow? stay in the car. Don't get out. I'll be home in a minute. Can I get an extra egg roll? <laughs> <laughs> Did I get duck sauce with that? <laughs> So, yeah, the cow then wandered up the hill. Do you know which cow? Um, it was a, a it black t- cow. Does it have a tattoo on it? Oh. <laughs> and then the police stopped. Oh, poor They cow. got a call that this cow was loose. Okay. So the police are out there on the side of the road with their lights going, right. and a spotlight shined on this cow who's just standing there, like, in the yard. Mm-hmm. And I come out, 
and technically it's not my cow or my property that the cow is on it by this point. So I'm like, I'll, I'll call my brother. And he's like, I already did. So, so this is a typical thing. Cows this, get they, this? they have my brother, my cousin on speed dial for oh. these cows that get out. Usually they're down north Alger. This one was closer to the house. All right. So that cow got out. These goats get out all the time from the barn and eat our pine trees. Did you know goats love pine? Uh, no, I knew they were big fans of gin, so that makes <laughs> sense, I suppose. <laughs> um, so I guess if you like to recycle your Christmas trees, find a goat farm near you. All right. So uh, up at Stern's Farm, which is an old homestead in Parma, I, I read that you can take your Christmas tree there. So last year, I'm like, I'm going to try this. And I stripped off a bunch of the the branches from our Christmas tree and took them up to the goats. Okay. And sure enough, they ate them. So, and they, maybe that's why they started eating my pine tree. Oh. They got a taste for it. <laughs> this poor tree looks really bad. Hey, Matt, speaking of uh, goats, did you hear about this uh, goat? This is breaking news. This just happened. October 9th. That's that's just three days ago. It is. <laughs> An Ohio teenager who returned home to find a sliding glass door had been shattered searched the house and was shocked to find a billy goat napping in the bathroom. Th- they were expecting it to be napping in the living room? <laughs> well, maybe on the couch with oh. the dog. Uh, authorities in Ashland County said the teen returned to his Sullivan Township home in the afternoon and found the large goat apparently had smashed through the sliding glass door and wandered into the bathroom where it settled down for a nap. They probably have really good bath mats mm-hmm. down there in Sullivan. Uh, Ashland County Sheriff's deputies responded to the home and with the help of personnel from the local Humane Society were able to wrangle the goat into a large dog cage. Investigators were able to find the goat's owner, who said the animal had been missing for several days. (laughs) This goat's wandering around, breaking into people's houses, taking naps in their bathroom. Did it take a big dump, I wonder, in the bathroom? I don't know. Did it flush? (laughs) I do remember when I was a kid, we took a goat into the house uh-huh. and my mom was not too happy with us oh really <laughs> goats eat goats will eat anything even pine yeah <laughs> they i you always see that they'll eat like tin cans and stuff right i think it's true they'll eat a tin can even yeah huh? yeah Jeez. so th- this uh owner of, of this goat do you think that they get cited for that reckless goat operation? <laughs> I have no idea. So, does your brother get or cousin get cited for anything if the cow gets loose? I don't think so. I think it's just, you know, it's part of that country charm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, stepped in the cow pie again. Good well, country living. I asked a policeman. Uh, there was something going on down here on Boston Road or on Highland Drive. It's technically in Brexville. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, so, so if the cow goes across on the Highland Drive, does it become a jurisdictional yes, issue? Yes, Cuyahoga County is totally, okay. totally different. Those but, guys are harder to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> Less but understanding. Something was happening earlier in the night um, down there with policemen. So I, I said to the policeman, I'm like, Did you, do you happen to know what was happening down in Brexville there a couple hours ago? Because like policemen out there, and my wife said she saw someone dragging another person like, by the wrist, like along the ground, she didn't know if they were in handcuffs or not. But they were dragging another person <laughs> like this. Okay. <laughs> Arms over their head. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just dragging this person mm-hmm. along the side of the road. So did they look like a long distance runner? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. No wonder that guy was freaked out. So I asked the police. He just got out of the house. <laughs> He'd been held in for three months. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Abduction. Right. Rachel's coming after me. No one is freaking out. They're going to put me back in the basement. But he, I'm, I'm like, do you know what was going on down there? And he's like, no. But it sounds a lot more exciting than this. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'd love to get a call like that. 
He's out here chasing cows. <laughs> yeah. I got to get on that Brexville action going. Yeah. There's a lot more happening. There is a lot more happening. <laughs> Are there any farms in Brexville? Um, or is it all probably? Okay. I don't know. Broadview Heights, maybe, but I'm not sure yeah. about Brexville. I was uh, up at the farm market today here. We are uh, Luther Farms Fall Festival. Luther Farms Fall Festival, you say? Yes, every weekend in October. Luther Farms Fall Festival. Right. So sponsoring <laughs> last, us. <laughs> last week it was crazy crowded up there at Luther Farms Farm Festival. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a nice weekend. Hay rides, pumpkins, food, ice cream truck, corn maze, cows with bad attitudes, <laughs> hay maze. A pig just had 17 babies. Whoa, 17 babies yeah. for dinner? <laughs> oh, you mean there's birth? Babies. Okay. There's babies. Okay. 17 up baby there. pigs. Yeah. Ooh, they didn't all make it. But oh. uh, <laughs> And then don't forget the pumpkin cannon that can launch pumpkins over a quarter mile. Oh. Compressed air. Yes, I remember this from an early episode. I think episode 3 or episode Maybe. Yeah. I don't know, but dial back to episode 3, dear listeners and <laughs> You'll hear one of my my favorite ep- parts of uh, South Richfield podcast when we discuss this. Yeah, but I was up there this morning. Mm-hmm. My kids are working at Luther up there. Farm Fall Festival, and and a guy I helped him load some pumpkins into his car, and he got one of these big Mamba Jamba pumpkins too. Uh-huh. And uh, that's so, the species is the Mamba Jamba. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Orange but wrinkly. <laughs> But he owns a farm on like Edgerton. But all right. So that's Broadview Heights. He owns it, a farm on Edgerton. Yeah, he's he was ste- telling me he's going to be stealing these seeds, man. He might. <laughs> he's yeah, start he's his own harvesting. Deal. Right. He has a uh, mostly fowl. Oh, he's a fowl farmer. Fowl farmer. He's a, ducks, a turkeys, and, and chickens. Okay. And he had pigs, but he said they're all in deep freeze right now. All right. So. Was he impressed by the birth of 17 piglets? Yes, he was. I am, too. Yeah. That, That's a lot of babies. They're so cute, too. There's not enough milk ducks. <laughs> milk, milk ducks? Ducts. Oh, milk ducks. Teats. Yeah. Teats. Teats. Yeah, piglet teats <laughs> for 17, are there? I don't think so. I've never counted how many teats are on a sow. How'd you spend your time growing up on a farm, then? <laughs> We didn't have pigs when I was Oh, okay. Well, that explains it. How many teats are on a chicken? <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, go up to the go up to the uh, festival. It's like I think it it. Can, wait, a, can we give our listeners an address that they can punch into their? GPSs? Oh sure. Just either Google Luther's Farm Market, or it's on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in Richfield Alger Road. You can't miss it. Mm-hmm. Every weekend, Saturday and Sunday, 10 to 6 is when the fall festival is going on. So, again, you get your hay rides, you got your pumpkins, you got goats, you, you got, got freakishly fertile pigs, you've got <laughs> meats, meat, oh. cheeses, yep, of uh, all sorts of foods, pumpkins, corn gr- stalks, great friends, hay maize, friendly people, corn slide, climb up, I don't know. Maybe 15, 20 feet. You climb up this ladder mm-hmm. and you go down the chute into a huge pit of corn. Who would want that? Come on. <laughs> My dad built a uh, seesaw that spins. Wow. It's, it was on a tire. And so you'd seesaw and you'd spin around and this thing was flying around. Okay. The insurance is paid up, I hope. Uh, he had to take it down okay. because of <laughs> My kids called it the the uh, suicide seesaw. Oh, jeez! Because <laughs> if you walked in the way of this, uh-huh. I could see something bad happening. Yeah. So my dad, uh, you know, well, they they did take that down. But you grow up fast here on Luther Farms. Yeah, got to have your wits about you. But there is admission. It's like five bucks if you're 13 or older. Three dollars from age five to 12, mm-hmm. and kids four and under get in free. Mm-hmm. So, and you could spend all day there. You just get a little. You know, wristbands as you paid. and Wow. If you're just going up there to buy pumpkins or something, there's no admission. But to the fall festival with all the hay rides and pumpkin cannon and all that. So you were up there working? I was up there monitoring the situation. Okay. Crowd control. <laughs> Rachel likes to go up there and sweep the floors okay. in the market. Now, do you have to pay to go up there to sweep the floors? Yes. And then to monitor the situation? <laughs> all right. 
Well, they have like beef jerky, you what? know, from our own cows. Mm-hmm. So I had a, a beef stick. Well, I think, no wonder that cow. <laughs> but where's Maury? You were it, the last one to see Maury, Scott. Where I is was, he? I was. But uh, yeah, you can go up there and it's it's a lot of fun. And if the weather's nice, who doesn't like pumpkins in a hayride? In a cornfield. Communists. <laughs> <laughs> or fascists. Fascists. Either way. I like being an American. I don't know if they have fall festivals in other countries. Because I don't think the trees change colors there. I don't know. Oktoberfest. Oh. Mm. That's, that's in another country, I believe. That's true. <laughs> that could be anywhere. Uh, speaking of America, Matt. Yes. Did you hear about this? Yes. Another another story. <laughs> Wait, what? Another news story. There's one? Okay. Delaware School, sorry for playing Roseanne Barr's national anthem rendition. Roseanne Barr? Remember when Roseanne Barr... Yeah. Back in like the late the, 80s? The 90s. All right. She performed the national anthem before a San Diego Padres game. And it was so bad. She's like screeching. Wait, the Padres game was bad? Because, yeah, they did stink in the early 90s. So. Even though they had but, Tony Gwynn. But Roseanne Barr, her infamous version of the national anthem. Hey, can we play a little cut of it here? Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but so her screeching 90s rendition surprised spectators before a high school volleyball game in Delaware. So the news journal Wilmington reports that the Seaford School District apologized last Wednesday for the shock served at Seaford High School's <laughs> Tuesday game against Milford High. Officials didn't immediately explain how Barr's infamous version uh, performed before a Padres game back in the 90s was set. But typically, the district plays a district-approved version of the national anthem before all sports games. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine being a parent sitting there and all of a sudden Roseanne Barr's version of the national anthem comes on before your daughter takes the court? Hey. Just as long as everybody removed their hat. <laughs> How do you think this happened? Um, Some kids running the AV equipment? Teenagers. Had to be teenagers messing around with stuff. You know, Roseanne Barr's name is a name that people of our generation know. Right. You know, we know who she is, and maybe we even know this event. But some teenager today is not going to know who <laughs> Roseanne Barr is or what she did or how she... Uh, Who's this lady singing the national anthem? Right. Roseanne Barr. That sounds like a classic singer from the 30s. You know, maybe they thought Rosemary Clooney or Ella Fitzgerald. You know, but they wouldn't know who Roseanne Do you have that clip of of the national anthem? I can't find it. Oh, just pull something up on YouTube. Yeah, this sounds like a nice name. So I bet you that's what happened. Did you ever hear the story of uh, the Kazakhstan gold medalist who had to listen to the Borat. Borat. <laughs> yes. yes. Could you imagine standing through that, listening to that rendition of your national anthem? Play here now. <laughs> yeah, I, I would hope that at the Olympics... Or was this the Olympics or was this just some world games? It, it, was, a, it was not it the was Olympics. It was like a... It was a Pan Am type thing, yeah. Yeah, 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 where they played the wrong version of the Kazakhstan national anthem. Right, they pour, played the one performed by Sasha Baron Cohen. Right, but here in Delaware, was this uh, Delaware, Delaware, Ohio. Ohio? No, Delaware, Delaware. Oh, well, that explains C, C for it. Delaware. All right, it's not Delaware, Ohio. Okay, which is lovely, I hear. Yeah, I've been there. It's gorgeous. Some historic there. homes. Mm-hmm. Down there, we had a friend who lived there for a little while, and they lived in a nice old eighteen hundreds house. Speaking of eighteen hundreds houses, Scott, yeah, you know our area of Richfield here has lots of history itself. We explored that in, into great detail and to great personal uh, financial growth <laughs> for you and me both uh, when we uh, looked into the Gargette family tragedy. 
But there, in addition to that, there's a lot of other history here in Richfield. There is. And I think to give our listeners a little uh, taste of what's going to be happening in the future, uh, we are in works <laughs> with a production company <laughs> located in South Richfield to bring further historical uh, information, maybe not on the scale that we did with the Gargettes, but a little nugget, if you will. I was just going to say nugget. See, we're thinking... So. Maybe we should call it South Richfield Nuggets. <laughs> I, I thought that was the name of your Historical underpants. Historical Nuggets. <laughs> it's what's in my underpants <laughs> oh, okay. after listening to these podcasts. <laughs> but, but, yeah. There is a lot of history here right. in Richfield. Founded 1809. Look, I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a hat that yeah. even has the founding date of Richfield on it. Did you even know you could get these? I didn't. This is the first I've ever seen one. That is nice. It's it has a, script writing about Richfield, Ohio on it with a nice... A blue hat with Ohio on the side and <laughs> dates, and then a nice little white offset uh, trim in the front. This is from the bicentennial from oh, so that's ten 2009. years old. <laughs> this hat's ten years old. You take care of Oof, your clothes. I do, but uh, yeah. So we figured, you know, the Gargat episode was pretty successful. Mm-hmm. Got us an invite to the historical society. Yeah, they, they want they want us to come back and do do more stuff. So we got to we got to come content. up with some materials. So <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe in two hundred years, someone will be talking about us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remember those guys who did that podcast? <laughs> yeah. a, first of all, there were tragic what happened to podcasts. Them. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of history. They're redoing uh, Kirby's Mill. Up here at the Richfield Heritage Preserve, which is Camp Hylaka, they uh, drained that dam or something mm-hmm. or lake, and they put in this concrete thing. I can't get into all the details because I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. I just see Facebook posts that they're spending some money up there. Yeah. So Jim Kirby, inventor of the uh, Kirby vacuum cleaner, was right here in Richfield. How about that? Yeah. John Brown. John Brown, the abolitionist. The abolitionist, uh, Harper's Ferry, lived in Richfield for several years. In fact, some of his children are buried. Yep, up in the Fairview Fairview Cemetery. Mm -hmm. Everett Farnham, great man, from what what I've heard. Eccentric. Eccentric individual. One of the founding fathers of of, Richfield. Richfield. Scott Luther grew up on Alcher Road, went off to... uh, uh, obscurity <laughs> in Toledo, but came back. Came back. Mm-hmm. And now here I am. And here he is today. But yeah, and the Stouffer's Food Empire. Right. Stouffer's Farm here in Richfield. Right. Who you Stuff know, your face with Stouffer's. <laughs> they had a family farm here and raised, uh, I think they raised beef to serve at their downtown Stouffer's restaurant. And it took off and... Became the Stouffer's Food Empire, now owned by Nestle. Mm-hmm. Those French bread pizzas you love so much. Mm-hmm. Hot Pockets. <laughs> well, hot po- are Hot Pockets Stouffer's? I don't know. I'm just asking no. if you like them. <laughs> Do you like Hot Pockets? Well, hot Pockets. <laughs> they're, sometimes they're just a little too hot coming out of the microwave. I know. You, you bite into it. It's like it's crunchy on the outside and 3,000 degrees Give on the inside. Give me a Stouffer's French bread pizza any day. Mm-hmm. Richfield. History. That's right. So there's lots of different little nuggets that will be coming your way um, in our episodes as they're to follow. Yes. So uh, we didn't have any viewer email or listener email. So mm-hmm. I think other than the one saying thank you for not putting anything on, I imagine. But right, right. I did hear from several people mm-hmm. who uh, just thanked us for not. Yeah. <laughs> Those were more just in person. Right. But, you know, some people did ask where we've been. Well, speaking of in person, I'm here in person with you right now. Um, Glad to be doing this. I'm here in town for a couple of reasons. One, my dear sister is moving with her family off to Colorado. So we're here to say goodbye, or at least everybody else in my family saying goodbye. I'm here with Scott. (laughs) Just for a few minutes. Right. And then tomorrow, I'm getting together with our good friend Todd Bendis to go see... Our Cleveland Browns whoop up on <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks. Well, maybe they'll have a good game. Oh. After that last one, I don't know. It's going to be tough. Well, I, you know, the very, 
I don't know if you and I talked about this, but the opening drive of the very first game. They were unstoppable. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. The rumors are true. They're going to go 16-0. and That's 16 seasons <laughs> and never lose a game. That's how good they looked. And then it all fell apart. Ugh. And then, you know, it's been hit or miss. I, I, have, I think that Baker is hurt, and he's playing through it. And I think that Freddie Kitchens is in over his head. I do agree that he probably is in over his head. Um, but why did Baker shave his beard off? That's like Samson cutting his hair. Could that be part of the problem? I, You know, everything that throws off your game a little bit. I don't Ugh. know. It's It just seems like there's there's definitely a zip missing. And you know, you know this was going to happen when you bring in Odell Beckham. Uh, if he's not being fed the ball as often as he feels he should or he needs to, and he does need to because he has that level of talent, there's going to be grumblings. Yeah, he's had four catches in the last two games. Yeah, that's not going to fly for very long. So hopefully tomorrow against the Seahawks, yep. they do well. Um, hopefully my fantasy team does well. Mm-hmm. I'm one and four. Have you ever been one and four? No, before? I looked. I've never been one and four. So this is the worst. This is my Scott worst. Luther fantasy football season ever. I started zero and three. People, I've never been zero and three. Mm. Sixteen seasons of this fantasy football league. Welcome to my world. The now you know how in. it feels. <laughs> I don't know. You thought you were so smart all along. Uh, I was not smart. So what's year. up with your team, you think? Not so, that anybody cares. No, because nobody the, cares. Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. just is not... Uh, they're winning, which is good for the Packers, but it doesn't really help help me out. They're not throwing the ball. Just give it to Aaron Jones. That doesn't help me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe you can work at some it's, trade with somebody. It's... It's going to be a rough. It's going to be a long, rough season. I've determined. Mm-hmm. Five games in, you should know how your team is. Mm-hmm. My team's not very good, so I'm I'm average. Maybe I can, maybe I can finish five and eight. <laughs> Which All I don't know if I've been five and eight ever. Get into, well, you're five foot eight, aren't you? <laughs> Almost. Well, you sneak into the playoffs and you never know what's going to happen. That's right. So, good just, luck to you. Just like Revere Soccer. How'd they do? They were going to be in the playoffs, all right. but the season they play all these. They always play a very tough schedule, and then they just need to they just need to get hot in the playoffs. All right, so we'll see what happens. How is the Revere football team doing this year? They're doing really well. I think they're five and two or six and yeah, two. I saw that they were ranked. Are they? Yeah. Whoa. Ranked where? Um, like on a coaches poll or something, uh, or you, just in you, like the the state regional polls? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll have to look. Well, this is a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Now my my kids' school, Anthony Wayne. Anthony Wayne. They were undefeated last year. Undefeated last year. I think they've lost one regular season game in the last three years. Um, they have not won the state championship. They've been to it once and they lost in it. But it's an amazing team to watch. Um, it's the kids. It's a large school district. It's about uh-huh. four hundred kids. It's D two. D two. Okay. About four hundred uh, students per grade. But uh, they play up against these other D D one schools, and these you definitely see like these parochial schools. You see these kids. That's a, that's a Division one potty. That's a that's a college. Right. That kid's getting a scholarship. That kid's getting a scholarship, and these kids are. Smaller are you know the Lansing Wayne kids are smaller and they're you know they're they're playing great good and they're, I'm they're for them they're winning like thirty five nothing last night they won twenty one nothing they've they've done a lot of mercy rolls while they've played so uh-huh. they're doing real well good. but the reason I know this is because my daughter's in the band yes she's playing snare and for those of you who don't know out there it doesn't get better than snare it doesn't there's nothing above snare snare is the highest there is. <laughs> It's the hottest instrument. Yeah, and in, she's only a sophomore band. and she's playing, just like her old man. <sighs> so I'm proud of her. She's doing real well. I'm proud of her too. I, I, do you regret not playing snare your senior year? I didn't play it my junior year either. <laughs> I regret so, nothing. Wait a second. <laughs> so you played snare when sophomore year, freshman, and sophomore year. And then what happened junior year? Uh, I decided to try what? other things. Yeah. You decided? I just, well, I think it was a, a mutual decision <laughs> <laughs> was, was uh, that I would part. Okay. Uh, so. What did you play junior year? Uh, cross country I played. 
<laughs> okay, so you were busy with other things. Right. 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 And then football your senior year. And football my senior year, yep. Undefeated. Undefeated. I am the glue that brought them together <laughs> from they, the bench. They had been undefeated. <laughs> you, I thought you had a good season. I, I had a great first game. Yeah. And uh, the coach said, we can't let this Choma get in there. Choma, he's never played football until this season. They're just come in here. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of my football the look career. look at Matt's face right now. <laughs> Matt, I went to every football game senior year, even the away ones. Matt, how many interceptions did you have that first game? Two. Two interceptions the first game. Yeah. And you were filling in for an injured player. Yes. And then he comes back. Yes. And he gets a spot back. Yes. And then what happened? Uh, I look on from the bench. <laughs> For the rest of the season. The rest of the season, yeah. Did you ever get on the field again? Um, here couple, and there? Here and there, Kickoff? Special teams? Mm, special teams a couple of times. And then, like, the cleanup stuff. Didn't he know you are a senior? Uh, I see he, again... <laughs> I guess I had a problem You've with authority. Been four years of work into this. Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> I put in a summer four afternoon weeks of work. Of work. <laughs> yes. Four weeks of work. Yes. Yeah. Two interceptions. Yes. Three block passes. Could have turned you into a, a wide receiver. I was a wide receiver too. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it. Well, it's. I, I think I. My issue is back then I had a problem with maybe authority. <laughs> I suppose. No, I didn't. I, I was I was good about it. So I, I you know, I understood what it was. Yeah. These, these are guys that have been there, like you said, for four years, and here I am, just coming in. So, oh well. Coma thinks he can come in here. And... <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, you could go help the Browns out with their secondary. Maybe I can. <laughs> you should try catching the ball, <laughs> or try to stop that guy from catching. Hey, you can at least be a secondary uh, coach. Yeah, I'd rather be the primary, but... (laughs) You and your head coach 09 game from PS3. It's the best game ever. (laughs) I've turned it on once. (laughs) See, we should sit down and I'll show you how addictive that game is. I have it upstairs. We'll have to play sometime. Yeah. All right. What? Well, I I want to talk to you about that, but we'll talk off air. We'll talk off air. All right. Well, for... uh, everyone out there you can email us any emails at southrichfield at gmail.com go to facebook and look for south richfield at south richfield on twitter and of course apple podcast or wherever you subscribe to podcasts subscribe to south richfield anything else you want to submit well uh welcome back yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. This should be a good season. Richfield Nuggets. <laughs> Go Nuggets. Go Nuggets. So for Matt, this is Scott Luther. See you next time, South Richfield. Bye-bye.